0: It's Sports Arena. It is rebooking ECW. Your weekly show where we rebook classic superstars into a modern era. You got myself, Paul. I'm joined as always by Jay. How you doing, Jay?
1: I'm doing all right. I'm uh, I, I'm I'm struggling this week. The challenge you laid down. the Two big week weeks. Who we were weeks ago. having.
0: Yeah.
1: I know, and I'm still struggling. I've had longer to think about this. Um, after we got absolutely um, side lined by the, the difficulties last week which is why we we didn't get the show out last week but uh yeah even with that additional time um it's it's been tough i think this week
0: yeah we've we've gone back to a different recording platform and i feel like livelier on this one i can't lie don't know why i i think it feels more um reliant yeah con- conversational <laughs> Yeah, so you just kind of get into it. As um, I just said, this is rebooking ECW. For those who haven't listened before, obviously we know you're going to go listen to the other episodes after this, so there's no problem here. But the show is basically, it's 2019. Everything that has happened in wrestling has happened. Only a billionaire has approached Paul Heyman and said, I want to get ECW back, and I want to find the closest you can like to like to the original characters and redo their ECW roster. Yeah.
1: So, um, what we do on this show is, uh, we take turns in picking our characters, uh, our wrestlers that we are recasting. We talk about what they meant to the original ECW, um, their roles, their, their responsibilities. Um, and then we try to find a modern day equivalent, someone who could fill that same criteria, that same brief, that same, um, spot, um, and, uh, it's it's challenging we've come up with some really interesting names with with some of the people that we've come up with previously and you know as i as you said i'm sure people will be going back through the archives to listen to you know who we think the modern day equivalent of jt smith of tommy dreamer (laughs) of new jack of just incredible of the super destroyers um to name but a few could be
0: um jt smith first (laughs)
1: he's he's is the first written on the uh, so I, I have these listed on a piece of paper to just partly to try and remember who we've talked about and have we we've already taken out of the pot because the longer we go on the harder it comes up to come up with like brand new names every single time. Mm. Um, so I have them listed and J T Smith is the top of my piece of paper. Um, although you know with his with his gimmick we're currently watching on ReCW, also available on Sports Arena Network. Um, Currently in November 1995, his current uh, gimmick is to fall flat on his face a lot. Which is good at huh? that. Uh, so uh, whilst he's high on my list, he's low on the mat.
0: Oh. Um, yeah, so this week the challenge that I threw at you to celebrate, obviously, the or anniversary. <laughs> yeah, well, he's still still there, sort of. Um, Obviously, it's 25 years of the infamous... Uh, Shane Douglas throwing down the uh, NWA world title, declaring it the ECW title, etc. It's the anniversary of that. Massive moment. So I thought I'd go all in with um, probably the most popular version of the triple threat. So Shane Douglas, Bam Bam Bigelow and Chris Candido. And I I mean, I I considered myself
1: a big ECW fan and going back and watching e c w from episode one to all the way to four oh one on c w every week um has um how many more you're, shameless you're,
0: plugs can you get in every sentence
1: I think I can do more no we we don't know how far I'll go with this, but I think we could do more um uh but um just just and, and then researching this um to try and think about the characters and who we're going to take on um there there's more incarnations of the triple threat than i realized um, I like, yeah. Which is which is interesting. But this is this is kind of we're going for the triple threat that you think about
0: when you talk about the triple threat. Yeah, this is the most popular incarnation. Obviously you had the original which was benoit Malenko, Douglas, you had Primetime, Brian Lee, Candido and Douglas. Shop. Yep. Obviously this version. And I think that's it, but there might be some other oh, a Storm was sort of in it for a while.
1: Yeah they sort of did a spin-off version, didn't they? Yeah, because um, I think no Bam, one.
0: bam sort of like left, and then it was just, yeah. There's, um, a few. but yeah,
1: but this is the franchise Shane Douglas, Bam, bam, Bigelow and Chris
0: Candido. Yep. Um, I tried to go for let's going to say an updated version, but that's pretty obvious, but yeah, I went for a different approach with this. One of them, I don't really know why. But I can't, I just can't think, so.
1: It's it's hard, because they are, I mean, in theory, this one, this one when you suggested it, I thought, oh, cool. And then I started getting into it. And um, some of these picks are really difficult. Um,
0: I particularly struggled with Chris Candido. Yeah, same. I really struggled Um, with him. And the theme that I was going for, I'm not. I'm not super happy but i couldn't think of anyone yeah i else. mean i've got a name it's funny because i've got
1: um i've got a short list of three for the franchise so i've got my main one but i've got a couple of backups to talk about and also just to in case i i, I kind of changed my opinion halfway through bam bam i've got a short list of two which i i think is quite eclectic and i'm happy with um i've got a couple of names down for francine just in case you try and pull that one on me because you're tricksy I, dare.
0: Would um,
1: I, dare. I don't know something about the triple threat means you know you don't know who to trust um but candido i've only got really one name for um and i'm not you know i i think there's a good rationale for it but it's it's a, a tough one so i guess as it's your game this week uh do we start with one of the easier ones or do we rip the plaster off with candido and get that one done
0: well, I think maybe. Uh, just sort it. Let's start with. Um, should we start with Shane Douglas?
1: Oh, we're starting with a
0: franchise. I just completely, as he's the reason we're all here. Let's let's go absolutely mental. So Shane Douglas is the franchise. He's outspoken. He's got the ability to be a world champion. He doesn't necessarily respect belts in other companies. Um he fires shots openly to champions of other companies, solid ring worker, good promo. Um, if Twitter was around in his prime, it would have been tremendous.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So um, would have, would have been, uh, an internet darling. would have been a YouTube sensation. Oh yeah. Uh, with, with some of the stuff I mean, still is. Yeah.
0: Um, but, but yeah, yeah, it would have just been absolutely unreal, unreal. crazy.
1: Um, and, and you know, funny because we saw him come in as the fabulous Shane Douglas and very quickly become the franchise. And it's a name he took and then grew into the moniker that he gave himself. Um, you know, he, he did become the franchise player of ECW. He did become, uh, you know, that, that star that he he declared that he was going to be he willed himself into that position um, so you know it would be if you were drafting um, uh, an ECW would be one of the first names on the roster sheet you'd want to put down you'd, you'd want to to build your company around uh, one way or another um, so you know really strong presence that that you know uh, throwing names out because I've not picked them and I don't know if you have but similar to the the, the the John Cena style oh. face of the business. Um, oh, that's that fucked it? <laughs> It's not one of on my <laughs> lists. You'd have to make an argument for him. It. Um, it's the music. But, uh, um, uh, yeah, so uh, you know, a big, big star, a big name that that transcends. Um, I mean, not something that that played into my recasting, but um never really had the same level of success in other organisations
0: um yeah i mean yeah uh Under, not underutilised in other organisations uh, i mean he did alright he was ic champion he was tag team champion in wcw so he, he got involved he was a dude with attitude he was a dude with attitude so he got involved and but it was just yeah some good mic work in his his um
1: latter runs with WCW. Hmm. Um, I, I think it's one of those kind of... Yeah, well, um, that
0: one US title
1: the franchise. Yeah, I mean, one of those real kind of um, uh, brilliant combinations, that kind of player-coach combination that you sometimes see and really just kind of gets the best out of both people. Um, you know, I think franchise with anyone other than Paul Heyman hasn't had someone who can really make his character sing in the same sort of way um uh and, and just allowed him to have the freedom and the run that he had in ECW to 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 just you know be that, that really outspoken, arrogant um centerpiece and then allowed the time to back it up in the ring. So the franchise Shane
0: Douglas. Yep. When we very first decided to do this, obviously I put names next to people and I originally wanted Cody Rhodes for this, massively.
1: I, um, I revisited Cody because I thought about that, and it's a good thing I have a list of,
0: of the yeah, wrestlers. Obviously, you threw out the Eddie Gilbert argument, so he's already on the roster. But yeah, I, I always envisioned Cody Rhodes as this character.
1: Yeah, um, and I could have seen that. Um, and if we'd not already cast him I think that would have been a good shout for him um, and I, I, I do think he fits incredibly well as the casting of um, uh, Eddie Gilbert and uh, for all of the reasons why that's the case uh, you can go back into the archives and listen Yeah. Um, but yeah I do think that um, uh, he would have been an interesting conversation topic for the
0: franchise Yeah. I mean don't be me wrong I've moved on and I'm happy but Initially, I just felt it was a um, a thing I think I mentioned it on the show, but yeah, who did you go for yeah. um as I said,
1: I had a list of three that I was thinking about, and they all have similarities and they all have um things in place that you could you could look at but um i um I boiled it down to the bare necessities of the character and and the role, and for me, it was um exactly the 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 literal definition of the name that person who would be your franchise player um the person who um you would be able to comfortably build a, a a promotion around knowing that they're going to to hold it um and and be able to to lift it up um so um i uh I went to New Japan, probably inspired by us going to uh, the Royal uh, Quest the other day. Hmm. Um, And I submit uh, Okada.
0: Oh, interesting. Um,
1: Flashy, arrogant, um, uh, transcendent, um, main event, uh, pedigree, um athlete um you know just you could see i mean even you could put him in the black and yellow i think um and have him really Mm. be uh, a a solid franchise player for your organization in the same way that he has done for new japan pro wrestling less so with tna um although that probably you know again speaks to my point of you know a, a a really solid um and absolutely shining star in New Japan um, with Gato getting him. Um, in TNA, he was a guy behind a mask um, doing his best Bruce Lee impression when Samoa Joe was running around hunting people.
0: I like it. I understand. I mean, obviously, promos are a big thing, obviously, the language barrier. Means it's a we read, but that's that's details. You know what I mean? Yeah, I
1: mean that. That's the bit that's the weaker point. Yeah,
0: Uh, he he
1: does speak English. He's not a bad promo, but it's not the strength um, that it was with Shane Douglas. Uh, Um, Difficult to find someone who can match promos with Shane Douglas in his prime, but that would be the that's I, I acknowledge that's the bit where it's it's a little bit of a Less of a fit, um, but on the other parts, I think uh, I, I think it, I, I'm, I'm
0: happy with my pick. Yeah, no, it's good. See, I also went to New Japan, dun dun dun, and I went for someone who is known for being outspoken. Um, has thrown down belts and disrespected belts from other other organizations. Um, could well be a leader and should be a leader. Fires shots regularly at fans, wrestlers, whoever attacks him. And um, yeah, I went for Tamatanga.
1: As you're reading the description, at one point I was trying to work out whether you were talking about Naito, the the the, the um, you know the fire shots regularly and the, the the throwing the belts around. I thought might be Naito, um, but it very quickly became apparent that Tamar was the person you're thinking of mm. um interesting that we've both gone new Japan on this
0: yeah I mean I was looking at people and I was trying to work out and I was floating around names like um Adam Cole and people like that and I thought well, no he's just a good leader of a faction he's not a good Shane Douglas you know? so Adam Cole
1: was on my list um as one of my potentials
0: yeah and probably for um... similar reasons as I was you look for someone who could be a top hill champion, you look at Adam Cole, but he's not gonna fire shots at other companies in the same way and you know, Tummers fire shots at your Roman Reigns and anyone else that sort of like pops up from whatever federation, whether it be um Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, he'll do whatever. And that's sort of very Franchise. I think he's great on the mic. I think he's a great ring worker. I think he could be a main eventer with the sort of right sort of surroundings. And, uh, uh...
1: Yeah. Um, I guess the only res- the the only uh, reservation I have is we've not seen him in that singles main event position yet although i think both of us agree that he should have been by now um yeah you know without sidetracking this into new japan review um the the popularity and the heat that he uh generated and i know it was the gorillas of destiny but it's mainly tama Mm. um compared to what felt like a fairly cold rest of the bullet club um you know, you could see him doing bits and doing more. Um but he's 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 a little bit
0: I don't know, unproven on that, that main event level. Yeah, but I also on the same level feel that Okada's unproven as a heel. Um I mean he started off as a heel in you know, he was the arrogant
1: cocky youngster going up against um Tanahashi and a few others. Um, he he can do the arrogance side. It's, you know, the 2019 problem or the 2010s wrestling problem of um, being an incredibly good wrestler gets you over, even if
0: you're a heel. Mm. I'll tell you what I'm willing to do. I'm willing to give you Okada. No, <laughs> in no. In return for? Huh? In return for? Tom, I might emerge again later on.
1: I think that's fair. <laughs>
0: <laughs> for, for a certain spot I was struggling with, he, he could fit that role comfortably.
1: He could. Funny, was, there was a couple that I was thinking of trying to, you know, yeah. you, starting with the franchise, because a couple of these you could... Um, downgrade doesn't, isn't the right term. Yeah, and but... you kind of
0: look at other roles and you think as a solid player, but not, quote-unquote, the man... I think you would make a pretty mean Francine, so we're we going to... Um... No, I'm and, and Before, you know, we get
1: sued by anyone, uh, we aren't declaring that we own any kind of copyright over using the terminology of the man. Oh, yeah, um, that
0: dear, yeah, that's a thing.
1: <laughs> Nature Boy, we want no beef. Even though we're discussing franchise, Nature Boy, we want no beef. So true. Oh.
0: Uh. So, where are we at now? Let's go Bam Bam Bigelow.
1: Bam Bam! Um.
0: So, basically, yeah, Bam Bam, big man, solid wrestler, agile big man, could be the world champion, was the world champion, um, main event is other organisations, main event is in spin-off matches in ecw but was the heavy and yeah that's basically it really wasn't it yeah
1: um i mean stunning and we kind of reviewed this when we were talking about him a little while ago on ecw also available on sports arena network um but um felt like he he kind of never reached the possible potential. I mean, you know, had had far better a match with Lawrence Taylor in WWF at the time than uh ever really should have had. Um had good matches all the way through his career. You know, was main eventing with with Hulk Hogan very early on in his his career. Um and just doesn't feel like he ever really you know, it feels like he could have been more, could have been bigger. Yeah. Um you know, ended up kind of becoming a bit of a mid card monster, and, and ECW was probably his more prominent stuff. Um, you know, if you look at other factions he was in, he was like, you know, fourth deep in the billion the, the dollar corporation or whatever it was. Mm. And um, yeah, never really kind of got the same level of um, spotlight. Yeah.
0: Who are you going for? Um, I went for Snowy Joe. Ooh. I know there's obvious people that people thought I'd pick Samoa Joe for, but I was never going to pick him for that person. i have others for that person. But um, yeah, I went for Samoa Joe. I thought Samoa Joe is the guy who could easily be a main eventer, but always seems to not quite there. I think it'd be good to get the band back together with Okada. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I think he's the agile big man. He can main event when required. He could if like the triple threat bam bam and shane douglas feud you could see okada and samoa joe having a spin-off feud as as a one-off then getting back together and um yeah he'd be the heavy but he can do promos and he can do whatever required and um yeah he could jump to main event he could also go tv title he could do tag he could do six man i think he'd be perfect for it so what i love about that as an option and it's not one I I
1: I thought about in any way, shape or form. Um but what I loved about what I loved about that as an option is throughout the organisations he's worked in, be it Ring of Honor, T N A, NXT, WWE, um when he's you know, you can heat him back up as a killer really, really quickly. You don't lose his um his his legitimacy or his viciousness when you're doing dumb stuff with him so you know miss booked horribly in uh, tna for a point after a really really amazing stuff mm. um and then in the spate of one show and one promo um even with a really weird face tattoo gimmick and knife and stuff but automatically you you buy him as you know this this legitimate killer Um, face
0: tattoo you say (laughs)
1: um uh yeah so you know i think that's a really really interesting shout i went a slightly different way i was looking for a visually striking big man um the first thing if you ask people about bam bam if they remember bam bam the first thing that they're going to do is talk about his the visual of him the the head tattoos the, the 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 tattoos up the arms you know he was he was a, such a visually striking wrestler
0: baron corbin
1: is one of the possibilities
0: <laughs> like um, Lisa, why joe's over baron corbin yeah. i don't give a fuck That's uh, a That's... <laughs> but um as you know uh,
1: baron corbin is is the internet darling at the moment in the sense of it's the guy that everyone loves to hate and i get that um solid heel though has mm. done some really good stuff to 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 stay a heel in a world that likes your tweeners um has got a very very um uh striking and memorable look um uh with his shaved head um so it, uh, there is something about that that i think uh you know i thought was was comparable um, not the same pedigree as Bam Bam at this point, um, uh, but I think there's there's similarities. The other one, which is even more bizarre, um, uh, is from AEW um, and uh, Luchasaurus. Um, again, you know, a big guy, six uh, five, um, quite a. a creative offense quite dangerous in how he looks but again visually very striking very memorable um but what i will say is neither of these have the same sort of pedigree or the same fit as samoa joe so i don't even think this is an argument whilst i i think that there's logic behind my choices um i think your one's better say it done
0: i afraid so. That's oh, tremendous. And also, I think they work well as a team. You could see them as a pairing. Think of a card. Album. We'd say Baron Corbin walked into the ring. It wouldn't really. It doesn't. Do you know what I mean, you've got to think as like a... But yeah, no. Awesome. I ain't going to go on any more about it. Um, the hardest one, which Prendsling. obviously... <laughs> could be. Changed up to the last mm-hmm. second. Um, Chris Candido. So who was your other so we know you're got to pitch I'm Have going to, to go for Tamar again but yeah my other was uh, Roderick Strong just because I didn't really know uh, interesting I thought see... it who wears black trunks for Roderick Strong
1: I um, uh, so I, was, I was looking at some of the ones so I had Adam Cole as a possible franchise uh, model you know that that cocky heel good on the mic believing his own hype telling you he's the best before he has to go in and back it up but can back it up um, and, and that led me to, you know, and then you could have Roderick Strong as Chris Candido, um, but neither, uh, Fish or O'Reilly kind of fit in that Bam Bam role. Um, the other one I was thinking of when I was thinking about the franchise is, um, you know, maybe, uh, if you're going to be the franchise, you need to be the champ that runs the camp. Um, and, uh, you know, would AJ Styles work as the franchise? And that led me to think that then you could have the big man as Gallows which means the Candido role would be Anderson. You know, um, I thought that. And just
0: take all of the OC and make them the triple threat. <laughs> I, I literally <laughs> had the same thing, but I kind of thought, uh. And then I kind of thought about when my original thing with having Tabatonga time. time was thinking, could I get sort of tango lower as Chris Candido? And I thought, no, it doesn't work in the slightest. I'm just trying to.
1: Well, and again, you know, Farley I was, was one of the names I was thinking of Bam Bam. Um, far less athletic uh, because bam bam was very athletic for a big man Mm. um so that's kind of why that didn't go beyond that but yeah Farley was another one to i was thinking of and is there like a bullet club pull through on it uh but i didn't go through any of those for chris candido um i i kind of went for the the blonde who bumps really well so i went for dolph ziggler that's not awful. No. Um it's I'll admit it feels quite lazy.
0: No, cuz I didn't think of him. Um it, it wasn't. A...
1: But he, I mean it's so as a as a worker um mm. I think he's very good. Um he's a is a former champion. Candido's a former champion in other organizations. Um can quite easily have the match of the night Um, fairly understated in some of the stuff in regards to kind of you know the the pub and the praise that he gets Um, I don't know if I can see him as part of a three would be the issue I have Um, he'd be I'd see him more if we were rebooking WCW coming 2020 um I, I think that I could argue for him being the tully of the horseman yeah um, that one step away from Flair not quite the but, you know with eyes on the main belt and that little bit of competition through of you know who is you know one of us is 1A one of us is 1B but who is you know are you really the best am i the best And you you know so you could kind of see that probably a little bit more i think that as um happy being one of the uh, not really lackeys but you know what i mean you know understanding and respecting the begging order yeah Um, I i don't know whether that would be as natural a fit
0: yeah i mean obviously i'm going back for um Tamar again. I, I think looking at this group, I could see him with them. They've got a different vibe, but together as a three, it doesn't seem wrong. There's a balance there. Like I said, Dolph, again, with a Carter and some other Joe, they'd make it work. But I don't know. There's, there's a sort of an attitude, strong, styley edge yeah but I don't think some uh, I don't think you know Roderick Strong would have sort of fit him with Okada and Samoa Joe because this is where we're at same as obviously when we do you know the Brian Pillman as a Stevie Richards when we do the Meanie and the Nova they now yeah. have to work with him it's bigger than just yes names and such like I think you're right and
1: I think that um as as a collective I think um for, for the reasons I'd already said and, and for the reasons you've rest, I do think that, that Tama is probably um, the better fit. Um, would work well in tag matches with, with uh, Samoa Joe as Bam Bam. Um, would work very well as the heater for, for franchise in Okada. Mm. Um, uh, could quite happily main event a TV or a pay-per-view. Um, would be a credible threat, but wouldn't necessarily overshadow the franchise.
0: Yeah, I could see it working. I think it'd be a solid um, solid group. Um quick shout-out, a couple of suggestions online. People said that Shane Douglas, a good suggestion would be Seth Rollins, which um, I thought was like decent. Yep. Good shout. um, They threw out um, Kevin Owens for um, Bam Bam again. Tremendous shout. Unfortunately, we've already got Kevin Owens as our Tommy Dreamer, so we can't double book him. Otherwise, he definitely would have been, I think, in the debate to cover that Bam Bam role easily. Absolutely. Which could have changed the whole sort of dynamic of all of the role, the group. But um, yes, they're great shouts. So we've got Shane Douglas the Carter, Bam Bam Samoa Joe. Chris Candido as Tamatanga. And we're just missing (laughs) Francine. The best kept secret in rebooking ECW history. Who is your Francine? You're going to put Buddy Murphy in there? Buddy Murphy is going to be your Francine. Um, Who would you pick as Francine?
1: Um, I don't know why this made such sense to me, but it did. Um for me for some reason um the ability to hold her her own in a promo with that to have um that kind of chemistry um the strength in that role um uh be able to work be able to to take a bump where needed um and and just be disliked as well um which was meant to be a compliment, although now I've I've kind of stopped like that. It doesn't sound like I'm complimenting. Um uh I've gone with
0: Brandy Rhodes. I could see that. Yeah. I could see that. See, I was going for different I went for a similar because I had two different things. I thought either someone like um An updated, not just a valet, but sort of very sort of muscle, sort of fighting part of the group, and go for someone like Shayna Baszler with a different sort of updated approach. Yeah. Who fits with the thing. Or I was looking at someone who could also work, but has a slightly different. um, Is it, was it Tona Conti, the one, the Brazilian from NXT? Because she's got such like sort of cocky arrogance. Yeah. That she could just sort of say a few things and sort of rattle people and almost look down on them and, but sort of then sort of stroll out with a carder as it would be. And that was sort of work. So sort of throwing around sort of things like that.
1: Yeah. I, I, I can kind of see that. Um, It's, it's that power behind the throne thing for me. Mm. Um, uh, and, and I think that's where you're coming from with, with Tamara Conti and, and, um, uh, what brandy's doing with cody hmm. um it's it's that that strong woman behind the the throne kinda you know the the woman in charge of um not just you know the girlfriend of or the the arm candy of um but actually you know something more dangerous more cerebral more
0: um just more
1: yeah whilst still being, you know, the, the glamorous, um, side of, of the, the triple threat. Um, I did think whether, um, Ali could fit that role. Um, uh, and, uh, the other name that I played around with at one point was Peyton Royce, because I think she's got the arrogant bit to it. Yeah. She's a great chirping kind of bit to it. Um, but what neither of them had for me over Brandy was that feeling of um kind of that power broker,
0: yeah um i'm I'm happy with Brandy, I think you know to go with them should be yeah a massive hill, and um obviously when Francine sort of turns on the pit bulls and goes with Shane Douglas and that and the vignettes afterwards, you know, massive, just, yeah, people kind of hate it in that sense. I think, here yeah, Brandy would step up and get involved with that. Something yeah, okay.
1: I, I think so. I think um, she was the name that jumped out at me on that one.
0: Yeah, no. I'm, I'm Which is funny because that. I thought that was
1: going to be the difficult one.
0: Um, Chris Candido. Yeah. It happened by mistake, I guess, in a way. Um, yeah, no, I'm happy with that. So, triple threat, I'd say the Carter, Samoa Joe, Tamatanga, Bradley Rhodes. I'm and two apiece, than... yeah, perfect. We and I'm split. more than happy, more than happy with that group. I See? think they could easily dominate ECW. When you wish upon a star, we get a draw, and you'd get a Carter feuding with the likes of Kevin Owens, yep. Um tommy dreamer yeah um yeah it would be some even jimmy havoc at one point i guess if he's doing the cactus yeah it'd be crazy it'd be some good things the viking raiders would be feuding with samoa joe Ricardo and that yeah more mm-hmm. than happy with that
1: and if you want to know why they would be feuding then uh listen back in the archives and and find out who we've recast them as oh, is that so cool? when we say tommy dreamer we don't mean as in
0: the Tommy Dreamer role bigger than life um yeah thank you very much for listening pleasure as always make sure you follow us at underscore sports arena on Instagram and Twitter we talk about multiple things not just about the bubbly but loads of plenty things and um can you can you believe that's a t-shirt already yeah I can I really can yeah I can as well um Yeah, it's all good. Obviously, you've probably heard it mentioned a few times. There's another show we do called ReCW. We're looking at the history of ECW from episode one all the way to 401. That exists, and that's pretty good, in my little humble opinion. We're getting to the end of 1995. November 2, remember, is fast approaching. Terry Funk's coming back to fight Cactus Jack. So you don't want to miss that. Um, He
1: may end up burning various crowd members before we get there we'll yeah. find
0: out this week and nobody is safe literally so yeah pretty good i obviously um go to dot com. search sports arena to find some merch and if you disagree with our picks if you think we've missed
1: someone obvious if you think that um we are wrong with our picks for whatever reason then you know be nice, be respectful, but do tell us your opinions at uh, any of our social media, at underscore sports arena. Get involved in the conversation. Tell us who would have
0: been your perfect franchise. What a way to end it. Thank you very much. See you later. Bye.